Bookcase and Coffee presents Buzzing About Romance, a quick shot of romance. Hey everyone, welcome to a quick shot of romance. I am Becky and joining me for this episode it is podcast contributor Carolina. Hi Carolina. Hey Becky. Um, so you actually picked this title. I did. Um, it is an author that I haven't read before, but I saw that this book was um, on the bestseller list. And so it was one of those that it was intriguing to see what it was. And really the um, the whole synopsis um, with, it has a, a blind date photo shoot, meet cute. Yeah. But, and, and that's kind of been going around on, on the gram and on TikTok. Um, with photographers you see them do these types of photo shoots so I'm like okay you've you've I'm intrigued you have my attention yeah and it actually so um this is an author I had read another series of her earlier this summer but hadn't really like taken the time to deep dive into her backlist and she actually writes so we're reading we're reviewing romance or romance never with me by <laughs> Kaylee Ryan um but Kaylee Ryan also writes with another author, Lacey Black, and they've been writing books together under the name Rebel Shaw. And Heather and I are obsessed with them as Rebel Shaw. So you picking this Ooh. title actually led me down a bit of a rabbit hole with Kaylee Ryan. So You're welcome. I'm obsessed. Okay. So like I said, for this quick shot of romance, we are reviewing Never With Me by Kaylee Ryan. Carolina, could you read us the synopsis from Goodreads? Yes. I'm out of my depth, participating in a blind date photo shoot. Not only am I meant to act like I'm open for dating, but I'm meant to be sexy and get up close and personal with a complete stranger. None of the above is me. I'm a sucker and my best friend can talk me into anything. Deacon is the kind of guy my heart could be safe with, but I've been taking care of myself for a long time and I'm not sure I'm ready to rely on anyone else. Not even the handsome, successful older brother of my best friend. Deacon, I never saw her coming. One date with a beautiful stranger and I'm hooked. Technically, Ramsey isn't a stranger. She's my little sister's best friend. The same sister who volunteered me because she claims I'm a workaholic in desperate need of love. All I know is I can't stop thinking about Ramsey and the way her lips feel against mine. I have to see her again. Good thing I'm an attorney because convincing her to take a chance on me is going to be the hardest case I've ever pleaded. She's worried about the past repeating itself. What she yet, to, what she's yet to figure out is that her fear is unnecessary. Never with me. So the release date on this is July 26th of 2022. It is sibling's best friend, age gap, uh, small town, meet cute. It's a slow burn, but has an instant connection. Uh, it is a complete standalone. However, it is launching a family series. And we'll get to that at the end. Um, the <laughs> put out percentage. <laughs> what? Very excited about that. <laughs> I'm very excited about that, too. Uh, put out percentage is 68%. Okay, content warning. There is mentions of past... Uh, domestic violence. So uh, make sure you check the author's website for full content and trigger warnings. Um, okay, the, so the the prologue does start with the scene. Is it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
yeah, it's um, so yeah, there is a full scene. There is a full scene, and then there's mention of it later in the book. Yeah. Um, so if those are triggers for you, check. I did check the author's website. She does have a full list of content warnings on her website. Um, okay, so the meet cute is a blind date photo shoot. Now, this is the first one I have read, but Leah assures me there are a bunch of others out there. Yeah, I mean, it was adorable. Talk about instant connection, like instant chemistry. And and even though they were in this photo shoot, and I think it helps that it was her best friend who was the photographer and his little sister. So it wasn't like a complete stranger. Um, and there was an intimacy about it, their connection and the, the way that he like right off the bat you know deacon is going to be like a swoony hero like because he reads her so well he helps calm her um, she's got a she's got a lot of nervous energy but he always makes she makes sure he she feels safe and protected and always asks for permission never crosses the like never crosses the line like the consent was there and I really liked it because it wasn't over the top sometimes when we get consent in a book it's constant um it's so overdone it's at some point in a story I think that like if a couple is dating we can start to have implied consent like she's consented previous you know do I need him every time he touches her to ask permission and in a situation like this, the way it's written, it's done so well and so thoughtfully because it just becomes part of his character instead of just making a show of constant asking for consent. I would agree. I mean, there there is a lot of times that he asks, is this okay? You know, he asks, what are the boundaries? What are the limits? What are... Um, you know, can I touch you? Am I okay here? Um, I want to do this. Give me your words. Um, but as the story progresses as well, you see her become more comfortable with like, okay, you don't, you know, and they have those conversations. You don't need to ask me anymore. This is okay. You yeah. know, I think there is, it's a trust building element to the story and not, it, it's not part of oh, I have to write in consent and make sure it's reinforced because of what's expected versus what's part of the character and part of the storyline. This was very consent-driven, storyline consent. I, I just... I, you I know also, what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I well, I well. also <laughs> felt like this was... Even though she's young, Ramsey's 22, he's 32 this was a really mature relationship. It was very thoughtful and there was an element, we never got into any miscommunication. It was like grownups having a relationship. I think that's also part of, well, when he's 32, he's a lawyer, he's had a successful career. Um, he kind of knows what he does and doesn't want. But I think in Ramsey's case, because of her past and um, re 
I think we can talk about it because it's in the prologue. It's in the very yeah. beginning of the book. Um, you know, she's, her father is a lawyer and he controls everything. You know, he has, her mother is more of like a trophy wife. Like his, her father from the beginning has controlled every decision in her life, where she's going to school, who she's dating, um, her activities. She really hasn't had a choice. Um, and he, in the prologue, he was basically saying, you are going to be marrying this guy who happens to be the son of one of the people that work in the law firm. And she says, no. Um, and he wasn't even, the boyfriend wasn't even a good guy. Um, and because he just wanted the trophy wife. So her leaving and this book starts two years after that, she is finding her independence. Um, she moves to this small town to live with her aunt, which is her mother's sister and her nine cousins, all men. And aunt and uncle are still married and it's like a good solid family. It's a good solid family. So she is setting up, I I think she knows what she doesn't want to the extreme. Yeah. That that gives her a maturity that, um, and she's had two years to, develop a strong foundation of what she does want and what family means now she's realizing what family means now I also think she is resilient personified like absolutely times one million because no matter how many times she's been knocked down or how difficult a struggle is she finds the joy in those moments and she moves forward And, you know, she's currently working three jobs and because she wants a nest egg, because she never wants to be reliant on anyone to meet her needs. She wants to be able to support and take care of herself, creating her her to be a workaholic. And as I say that, Deacon is also the epitome of a workaholic. And his reasons for being a workaholic is he is one of four children, right? Three or four children. Three. He has two sisters. two sisters. Um, and his parents, as he was growing up, were probably lower middle class. They lived paycheck to paycheck. There were moments and times in their family life that they didn't have a ton of money and they struggled. And he has always felt that for when he was an adult, before he had a family, he was going to be successful and have money because he didn't want to have someone his family to struggle. And because of his thought process in that way. He's avoided any and all relationships to his detriment because he's kind of lost track with his sister. He's even his friends, even his friendships and some of his family connections. Yeah. Ramsey's been in town for two years, been best friends with his sister Palmer for those two years. And um, he's never never met her. She's been to his house swimming. (laughs) Which part of me is like, okay, that is kind of weird. They've been to the house. Like she's been, they've been in each other's orbs, like in worlds without ever meeting for two years. Um, Coming from. But, but I, I get it from a workaholic. I, I think it just goes yeah. to show you like how much of a workaholic he is. Yeah. I also, you know, I think it's, he's. He's 10 years older than his sister, too. I think that that plays into it um, because, you know, they don't have a ton in common. They're not going to have friends right. in common that are even if they're hanging out as friends, they might see each other at holidays, 
but they're not necessarily going to see each other on social occasions because it's two different places you would hang out even in a small town um i i liked deacon's character i thought that he was cautious um and thoughtful and just had a great significance of care to all the people around him even palmer and even even ramsey's cousin yeah palmer's is ramsey's best friend and his sister Sister. right by context (laughs) Uh, but i also think that like he was careful and cautious even when he was telling ramsey's cousins that they were dating like they tried to act all big brotherly and he's like whoa whoa um and then she put them all in their place yeah i also liked him because he wasn't forceful in his care of her like he didn't try to take over no he didn't and i think that's one of the other great things about him he really he was there to empower ramsey and celebrate help her find her voice use her voice like he recognized so much about her to say, and even in simple decisions, I think there was a decision about like what they want to order for pizza or something like that. And she kind of just went with, she said, no, I'm fine with whatever, because that's what she always had to do. It was like, no, what do you want? Or what do you don't want? Like, tell me. Yeah. I liked that he gave her voice at times. I also felt that um he there was a harmony between the two of them as they moved the closer they got the more in sync they became with each Mm -hmm. other and kind of like with the pizza he knew she wasn't fine Mm -hmm. he knew that she wasn't okay in this situation and that ends up playing a big part into the third act now i think this is probably where it fell off the rails for you a little bit is the third act no actually um it was there was a few things at the beginning that um in the whole beginning i was i was good with the number of times he was asking for consent in the beginning there's a lot of i felt like there was just a lot of we can't do this because this is my my best friend my my best friend's cousin we can't do this because she's my little sister's best friend we can't do this because of my age difference and it just felt a little like okay we get it there's an age difference like like there was just a, a little bit too much of that for me which I understand and I would argue back that given that he was so career focused he was almost socially stunted so the conversations, because he didn't really date. True. He didn't really put himself out there. So for him, he's kind of navigating. And I think, again, because he's such a caregiver or a caretaker, that he is navigating these thoughts. And it became a little repetitive. So I, I understand what you're saying. Like, I can see where that would get to be like, okay, buddy, just move forward. Let's go. Well, just because they had such, they have such great chemistry and he has such good care for her that it was i don't know it was just like okay enough well and see and i felt he was like a little immature in relationships too and not as great as a communicator 
but he redeemed himself for me when he started showing up at her work at, oh, that at was just to best. eat dinner just to eat like, dinner and hang out and like help her clothes down and walk her to her car because you like, knew that was late nights for him those were nights he typically yeah. would have been you know working on well and cases. Not, she's not going home until two yeah like so so you know that like this just this care that and those swoon, those were such swoony little moments for me um and i really thought you were going to say the ending one of the things i loved about this book is there's no third act breakup yep i liked that too i i will say that i really like how the third act plays out and it really shows i'm trying to use my words carefully right because um, you don't want to spoil it i don't want to spoil it um i think that you see a lot of growth for for ramsey's character and finding and demonstrating her strength i'm going to leave it at that I and think i she, think we needed has, it we needed it she has the biggest growth in between the two she has the biggest growth in the book from yeah. the like character wise I, I feel like Deacon has growth but not to the degree that Ramsey does and I don't know if his is growth so much as he learns prioritizing he learns that just having a great career and being successful in your career and that's, is that's still not growth. enough to bring you happiness and that's still growth yeah um, I think we needed the third. I was reading some of the reviews in this and a lot of people were like disappointed in the third act, didn't like it. I think that it was necessary for the character to have to be able to move into the future. I would agree 100 percent. I think if we hadn't had those moments, it would you always would have been waiting for the other shoe to drop within the age. Right. I, no, I was 100 percent craving that as I was reading the story and as as Ramsey was developing her voice and becoming confident. Like, I needed it. I, I liked it. I, yeah. One of the things I'm most excited about is this is going to launch Ramsey's cousins into their own series. The Kincaid brothers <laughs> will be getting their own series. There's nine of them. There are nine of them. Well, so the oldest cousin... His book is in the 10 First Dates anthology that is available right now on Amazon for free. Okay, I'm going to sign up for that right now. <laughs> and just need to go over to Amazon.com and 10 First Dates and download it. It is free. Um, well, because there's also and you a meet, scene. You meet his heroine in this book. Well, because there is a scene in this book with Ramsey Palmer Piper, who is Palmer and Deacon's other sister, and oh, I'm missing the fourth woman's name. Jada or Jade. 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 Um, who is a, a friend. Um and it's they all at one point were like, okay, um, Ramsey asks, okay, which of my cousins would you pick like which one do you like because they're all kind of font like swooning over them from yeah. afar at the bar and it's a super cute like you know it you is. know something's happening and i'm like okay i need each of those stories thank you that story 
um, her story and her hero story is in that 10 first dates anthology. And there are other great books in that anthology. Molly McLean has a book in that anthology. So highly recommend that you pick that up over on Amazon. It's free for a limited time, I think till the end of the month. So, um, Perfect. anyway, uh, let's do our questions. Carolina, did you like this book? I did enjoy this book. Yes. Good. I did too. Um, it is in my top for the year. I don't know if it'll be my top read from July or whatnot, but it is in the top for me this year. I really, this book just spoke to my heart. I don't know what reason. And I've now gone down the Kaylee Ryan rabbit hole and have read her baseball series, which is amazing too. So, um, who would typically like this book? Um, I was thinking about this one and there's like other books and authors that I thought of immediately when it was talking about this hero who's the caregiver, 100% caring, knows immediately who, um, like, this is his woman and will do what he can to protect and support. I think of Gage um, from Sawyer Bennett, um, for sure. The other one is there's a hero in Jessica Prince's Hope Valley series. The hero's name is Marco, and I think it's book three or four in that series. I don't remember, but it had similarities. So I think if you like those authors, then you'll like this yeah. book as well. I think if you like small town romance, if you like the Pippa Grant or even the Lucy Score Blue Moon series, um, if you like those small town on the border of rom-com, um, this is a great book for that. Like it is small town it is contemporary romance. There isn't really funny hilarity to this one at all, but it just, the, there was world building in this book for this next series, but it wasn't so over the top that you were like, okay, I don't care that the town has seven different hotels or whatever. Um, but I do think if you like small town, but lower angst, yeah, you would absolutely love angst, this book for sure. Um, would you recommend this book? I would. I would recommend this book. It was a good read. Um, looking for just a hero that has, that's just like the hero that you want to wrap you up in your arms. That's super low angst. Then I think this is. Yeah. I would recommend this. I think that it's a great small town romance. I think it has a really great hero and it's a really mature adult relationship, which, you know. And there was no miscommunication, which I appreciated. So, um, And it has a fantastic meet cute. Yeah, it's pretty good meet cute, too. I agree. Um, I think it's one in one of my top meet cutes. I'll give it that. I don't know if it's in my top read for the year, but it's definitely in one of my top all-time meet cutes. There, well, I think the intimacy we get in that meet cute, you don't always get in a meet cute romance, which yeah. kind of makes it, you know, a step above just for that because it's inst... And I know people don't love instant connection, but this does such a great job with instant connection that this is what so makes believable. you love instant connection. Yeah. This is one of the reasons you love it. For sure. Um, do you have a book you think we should review for a quick shot of romance? Send us an email to the bees at bookcaseandcoffee.com and we will add it to our TBRs. Carolina, thank you so much for joining me for this quick shot of romance. Thanks so much for having me back. Until next time, everyone. Happy reading. Find us on Instagram at buzzingaboutromance or on Twitter at buzzingromance. 
If you like the podcast, please leave a review. If you'd like to support us directly, join the Bookcase and Coffee Patreon and receive exclusive content only available to Patreon members. Check out bookcaseandcoffee.com for our on-the-shelf show notes. 